This is the Consumed Podcast, featuring conversations with the eaters, drinkers, thinkers, and makers of California's Central Coast. I'm a food writer and your host, Jamie Lewis. Before we get to the guest, I want to tell you about an event I'm hosting in collaboration with At Her Table, a food festival that celebrates women. The live event is called Apron Strings, a conversation about motherhood and the hospitality industry. And it's happening Tuesday, March 7th from 6 to 8 p.m. at There Does Not Exist Brewing in San Luis Obispo. In this live podcast recording, I'll speak with four mothers who own restaurants, Fabian Tefera of Ebony Slow, Brittany Gonzalez of Central Coast Tacos, Shani Covey of Luna Red and Robin's Restaurant, and Sam Whitaker of Bing's Bao Buns. And we want you in the audience. Admission is free, but you need to RSVP to claim your seat. Head to letsgetconsumed.com slash events for more info and a link to that RSVP. Thanks. I also want to give a shout out to some of the Consumed Podcast sponsors. Consumed is sponsored by Mid-State Containers, Cargo Storage Containers, and Refrigerated Shipping Containers for sale and rent in California. You may not understand how Mid-State Containers could change your life, but the truth is, Many, many guests on the Consumed podcast use MidState for their projects. Containers can serve as wine storage units for case goods, for private collections, and even tasting rooms. They can be refrigerated storage containers for breweries, kegs, and fruit during harvest for wineries. MidState containers outfits coolers and freezers for ranchers, farmers market growers, orchards, and butchers. Containers can make great pop-up coffee bars and berry containers for root sellers. My guest from Season 10, Krista Flieger, from Lonely Palm Ranch, uses her mid-state container for an office on her property. Other ideas include schoolrooms, music and photography studios, and there are other things that can be grown, stored, and processed in a mid-state container, so use your imagination and get on their website to request a quote. Midstatecontainers.com The Consume Podcast is sponsored by Slow Life Magazine, a bi-monthly publication that celebrates the spirit of San Luis Obispo. I've been writing for Slow Life's food column since 2015, and I've covered a whole lot of restaurants and eaten a whole lot of dishes in that time. Standouts include the fries at Beta's Beer Garden, the carnitas at Taqueria Santa Cruz, the bao at Mihang Lo, and the burgers at Flavor Factory. For the next issue, I'm writing about French bistro cuisine at Blue Moon over Avila and executive chef Jose Dahan. I won't spoil the surprise, but if you're a francophile, you're going to want to read that article. Look for Slow Life Magazine in your mailbox every other month or get yourself a subscription at slowlifemagazine.com. Do you want to be more intentional about the meat you eat and feed your family? Have you even considered giving up eating meat entirely because you can no longer justify supporting the inhumane and industrialized system that brings meat to your dinner table? If you're looking for a simple way to guarantee you always have access to healthy, sustainably farmed meat and wild seafood, the Larder Meat Co. is here to help. Since 2016, Larder Meat Co. has been delivering farm-raised beef, pork, chicken, lamb, and wild seafood sourced from right here in the Golden State to customers who demand the highest quality proteins as well as intentional sourcing standards and transparency. A convenient club box from Larder Meat Co. makes it easy to automate the most important part of your monthly food budget. You can build a custom box or choose from one of the many curated bundles that LMC offers. As a Larder Meat Co. customer, you are supporting the ever-dwindling ranching industry that has fed us for generations, and you're building a sustainable future for your family, our ranchers, and the planet. Use code CONSUMED at checkout to save $25 on your first subscription and check healthy farm-raised meat and wild seafood off your grocery list for good. That's lardermeatco.com, promo code CONSUMED for $25 off your first subscription. Okay, on to the episode. A friend of mine recently had dinner at Giuseppe's Cucina Rustica in San Luis Obispo, a bustling and beloved local Italian eatery. Afterwards, she texted me to say she'd had an interesting conversation with her server about the nature of tipping that might make for interesting fodder on this podcast. That server's name is Chloe Lane, and she rather graciously agreed to come over to share her experiences despite never having met me or knowing much of anything about Consumed. We talked about tips, 
how important they are, how they ebb and flow with the seasons, and the kinds of people who tend to tip well. I also quizzed her on a couple of bizarre situations I've had in restaurants to see what she would do in that situation. My favorite quote from Chloe, it's hard when people won't allow you to help them. I found that extremely insightful for a young server. She clearly has a knack. Okay, here's Chloe Lane. You're here in the capacity of your server at Giuseppe's yes. right now in Slow. So um, the reason you're here is my friend. It's okay. Come here. Um, are, yeah. So listener, um, it is Lincoln's birthday and kids are off school and I scheduled two interviews. <laughs> <laughs> two different interviews during this time so kids are going to be kind of in and out um there you go all right so um chloe i know about you only because my dear friend sandy i think dined at giuseppe's mm-hmm. and you were her server yes and so, what was the conversation that you got into that made her tell me you should really have chloe on what was that well so at the table it was it must. It was sometime early January, and yes. I brought over the dessert menu. You know, any dessert for today? And yeah. oh no, you know, and it's New Year, and everyone's cutting back on sugar. And yes. so I was talking to them about that, and she asked me, you know, if my dessert sales tend to go down in January, and I was yep. like, you know, they do, along with alcohol. <laughs> People yeah. like to kind of start start fresh, and everyone's spent all their money during a holiday season, and kind of takes a little pull back, yeah. I think, from that. And so we were just talking about that. And then, yeah, about 20 minutes later, the host is like, oh, there's someone who dined here earlier is waiting at the front and wanted to talk to you. And for a second, Bless I thought, her. oh, I hope it's something good. I was like, yeah, not like, hey. <laughs> right, but I figured, it, I was like, I think if it was something bad, someone would have come back mm. earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, and she was just super sweet. It was like, yeah. oh, my friend has a podcast. And I texted her about what we were talking about, and she thought it'd be interesting. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, absolutely. Send yeah. me my number. Shout out yeah. to Sandy, too, because <laughs> she saw the potential. She's like, you know, this is an interesting topic, because it was specifically about in January, the well, the waves, I, I guess at a broader level, mm-hmm. the waves of seasons that come and go and how they impact the people who rely in many ways on tips mm-hmm. um, and on, you know, so if you're not ordering dessert or you're not ordering alcohol, then when you're at the final stage and you're paying mm-hmm. and you're paying 20%, um, you know, that 20% is going to be a lot lower. And so the way right. that it affects servers and people in uh, back of house and owners, obviously, it's just a real cycle. So in slow, how long have you been at Giuseppe's? I've been at Giuseppe's about nine months now. Okay. Yes. So you've seen three quarters of the year go right. by. Yes. Okay. <laughs> so what if you, which different seasons have you seen where there's like high, high, high engagement um, and celebration and then low? Right. Well, summer obviously is a big time and lots of tourism yeah. and especially daylight hours are longer. So everyone stays longer yeah. and it's busy all the way through the night. Um, so that was really busy. And then even after summer, all the Cal Poly students come back. Yes. So we get another wave from that of parents visiting mm-hmm. and things like that. And it continues on pretty strong until November, December, yeah. Thanksgiving, Christmas, and then big families, everyone's out. Christmas especially. So is, fun. Yeah, it's great. Everyone's usually in a good mood, you know, visiting and just wanting to have a nice time. And yeah, yeah sales in December are definitely the highest. Mm-hmm. A lot of generous tippers. People yeah. are really nice about that. And then the last few couple months now and probably until through March will be kind of slower. Yeah. And then as soon as it warms up and people are coming back into town, people are back in that mood. Then yeah. They'll get busy. Again. Yeah. And Giuseppe's yeah. has such good options for outdoor dining. Yes. Beautiful. I mean, not just slow, but also in Pismo. Mm-hmm. Am I right that that's the only two locations? Right yes. Now? Okay. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yes, and it's Italian food and people are in the mood to i mean it feels like being abroad a lot of in a lot of ways right oh yeah i love our patio especially yeah, people totally. just you know glass of wine and some appetizers and it's beautiful yeah. And yeah. it's so easy to have a nice time it is it's like this little <laughs> mini vacation that we all can take right. yeah exactly so um did you work, were, when did you start serving? Were you in other restaurants before here? Yeah, well, I started, um, I worked at Shelby Beach Brewhouse yeah. when I was like 15. Yes, 15 I must have started. My mom worked Barely there. legal. Yeah, oh right. Goodness. Or 15 and a half, whatever the legal cutoff is. <laughs> That's when that I was started. when I started. 
and started off hosting and doing yeah. all of that and was there for a few years. It was good. Mm-hmm. I got some experience. I love, love my mom, so I loved working with my mom. She managed yes. there back in the day. And then I went over to the Taco Temple in San Luis of that course. opened up. Yeah. Yes. When they opened up, I started serving there. Yeah. Um, which was great. That was where I got my serving experience to yeah. start. And it was a great experience. And mm-hmm. then, yeah, and then I went there for a while, went to, I worked at Mercy's out at Port Slow yes. for a couple of months. Beautiful, yeah. Yes, that's where my dad currently works. Okay. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yeah, so, so you come from people in service. Yes. Yeah, which wow. is also why I was so fortunate to get to work at Giuseppe's, especially. I mean, I'm only 22, so yes. Yeah. Usually that opportunity isn't available for if you're that young. Is that true? Yeah, you know, it just depending on the place and if how they need people, but especially nicer establishments mm-hmm. tend to want servers that have more experience. Yeah. Um, so my dad did work for the Giuseppe's in Pismo. He bartended there when I was a kid. Oh my gosh. Yes. So I bet I know your dad. That's hysterical. You've probably encountered which him. Which makes me feel really <laughs> old. <laughs> But so he knows Joe. They're pretty yeah. good friends. So I was fortunate enough to get to serve at Giuseppe's, mm-hmm. um, which has just been amazing. Yes. Yes. It's such a yeah. good spot. Wow. So I didn't realize your parents were so plugged in. Yes. That's, yeah. It's been a lot of great opportunities for me. Yes. Of that in service. For yeah, sure. That's been great. <laughs> Is he still at the bar at Giuseppe's? So now he's out at Mercy's on Saturday and Sunday. Okay. He does other work during the week, but Saturday, okay. Sunday morning he's out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I was bartender at, oh, I use that term very loosely. Too. <laughs> I was not good at it. Um, but at Rosa's for, oh, okay. um, for a while. And it's so funny because even the people at the bar at Rosa's, we'd all go to Giuseppe's mm-hmm. or Alex's barbecue <laughs> oh. afterward. And so I'm sure your dad served me many a drink. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's such a beautiful bar in there too. Right. Yeah, yeah absolutely. And even all redone now, it's so nice the way yeah. they did all of that. Yeah. Totally. Okay. Nice. So is your mom, is she still in service right now? She's not right now. She's actually probably going to be starting up at the Giuseppe's in Pismo in a couple oh, of months when yes. things pick up. Nice. Right. We're, oh yeah. We, we all love Joe. We're all very, <laughs> love yes, those restaurants. Wonderful. The food. That's so funny. Yeah. I know. Yes. <laughs> um, and you say that you're with, so you told me that you live in Guadalupe mm-hmm. right now. Which I is do. A total haul to it, get up here. Yes. Yeah. It's a good 45 minutes is what I have it timed out right yeah. now. And that's, yeah, but it's worth it for, yeah. I mean, I just love working at that restaurant. So I'm going to yeah. do whatever I can to stay there and and who knows with, if I'll end up moving back to Slow in the next few months, or yeah. just depending on how everything works out. Did you live yeah. in Slow for a time? I did, yes. Okay. I lived in um, near like Madonna and Los Osos Valley yeah. Road. I was there for a couple of years. Okay. Yeah. Well, I feel like there. I want to find the bigger story in <laughs> the fact that you, you know, you're living so far away. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like this is the best serving job? Well, it sounds like you're very plugged in, <laughs> you know, like where it's worth it to you right. to come all that way. Yes. Um, and also when you talked about being only 22 and um, that that's not generally available, I mean, labor right now is really tough. Mm-hmm. And I feel so grateful that people like you are getting the opportunity to start at right. a younger age, you know, yes. and establishing... Um, establishing a career that you couldn't necessarily do if it were 2019, you know? Right. Yeah, absolutely. And it's, it's nice because right now I'm not in school and mm-hmm. I just enjoy working at Giuseppe's. It's yeah. people don't realize a lot of the time that serving in restaurants like that, it can, it can be a career if you want it to be. It's totally, you know, it can. It's, yeah, it's amazing. Um, and the flexibility in the schedule mm-hmm. I love. Yeah. Well, and there, I'm sure Giuseppe's and or kind of anywhere would feel very lucky to have, you know, they're, they're looking for people all the time right now. Mm-hmm. Um, so to find somebody who does a really good job, I mean, right. there's so much potential there. Mm-hmm. Um, do you know the, the restaurant high water in slow? I don't think I'm familiar. With it's that. okay. I mean, they haven't, they haven't been around too terribly long, mm-hmm. but the people who own it made mm-hmm. a career out of, um, Tending bar specifically, but working mm-hmm. in restaurants. Mm-hmm. And they said that one of their goals is to help people in hospitality see that it can be a career. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and a wonderful one. I'm telling you, I was a horrible bartender <laughs> at Roses, okay? And I, the tips I was making, uh, that's incredible what it can right. build for you. Um, so on the, on the subject of tips, mm-hmm. I mean, I kind of already spelled it out, but how important are they to your bottom line? I mean, they're probably 80 to 90% of income, depending on the time of year. And because the more you make in tips, then your paycheck's smaller because they take the taxes for tips out of your paycheck. Okay. So really, I've heard of some servers having negative paychecks. You know, if you you make enough in tips, that that's what's getting taxed out of it. Yes. So really, the the tips are almost your entire income. That's incredible. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So it really does matter. Right. Which is why being in a busy restaurant or a nice, like a more expensive restaurant, whatever it is that you Mm want to go with, it's important. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Now, let me ask, this has been coming up a lot lately. Restaurants have been changing the model to where the tips are pooled and they go across back in front of house. Does mm-hmm. Giuseppe's do that? No, we don't. It's still traditional model. Yes. And we okay. tip out to the kitchen and yeah. the busser and host and everything, but yeah. ultimately we're the ones making the decisions and yeah. handling that. Yeah. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, it's such hard work. It, I mean, the, the, there's a reason people are giving tips. Um, right. It's such difficult work. If you're comfortable with it, will you tell me about maybe like a really good tip that you got one time? Yeah, no. You know, I actually had one on, I think it was the 23rd of December. So it wasn't quite Christmas oh, yeah. Eve yet. But I, there's a regular that comes in a lot, and he's always great. And he brought his brother in, and mm-hmm. they're always great. Just so easy. I love easy people who are... They know what they like, you yeah. know, want to just have a couple of beers and enjoy some things. And I think their tab was 150 and they left me 100 which was just That's so nice. amazing. And it's, it's funny because, I mean, obviously part of it is about the money. It's my income. But yeah. it also just makes you feel appreciated, you yes. know, to get those tips and... Like, wow, that just makes you feel special a little bit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) It's such an interesting thing. I can't think of, I mean, I I worked in a restaurant in New Zealand for a time, and tipping is not, it's not a normal thing Mm -hmm. there. Um, It's not expected. It's not part of um, the cultural conscience. And so Mm -hmm. um, it's not as great a job, honestly. Right. You know? Yeah. And there isn't that... it's rare that you have a business where you know so immediately and in such quantifiable, tangible ways how it's perceived that you did. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. Yeah. <laughs> you know, have you ever had um, a negative experience with tipping? You know, occasionally you'll have people, I think, like you were saying about New Zealand, I mean, there's people from different areas where tipping yeah. just isn't part of Good point. what they do. Yes. Yeah. and Or just families that... For, the way they've grown up, they're not, they don't tip particularly, or yeah. they, they tip five to 10%. Yeah. And it's not my favorite. <laughs> it's not my favorite <laughs> thing okay. if I'm you being honest. Say that. But It'd be weird if it was your favorite. Right. If I was like, no, I love it. Uh, <laughs> but it's, you know, it's okay for the most part. And usually the way everything averages out at Giuseppe's, especially, we're still making money. Yeah. That one tip isn't going to break our whole bill, you know, and yeah. we do. We do auto gratuity on parties of eight or more, yep. which more restaurants I think are doing. Which, totally they are. Yeah, because, I mean, especially when you have like 16 to 20 people, mm-hmm. if that's going to be your table for most of the night, if they don't tip you, then you're not going to be making money that's for that night. That's a great point. <laughs> the larger the group, the longer they probably will stay, right? Right. Yes. And the more tables that they'll need. And yeah. it's, yeah. So there have been some times where I haven't been tipped and it's... For a second, you know, it almost feels personal. And it's like oh, a little sting. You're like, oh. totally. But then you kind of move past it. You're no, like, oh, I, well, you have to. You have to. It's so high paced. But you're yeah. right. I mean, I don't know how it couldn't be perceived as personal. Right. You're the only person that's been <laughs> exactly. with them. Exactly. You're the face interacting with yeah. them. They're, you know, telling you how everything was. Or occasionally you get the people that are all, oh, you were so amazing. You were great. Everything mm-hmm. was perfect. And then 10%, you're all, well, that feels like that doesn't <laughs> go together. <laughs> Which is why, yeah, you can't take it personally. Yeah. 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 I feel like um, a lot of the best tippers are people who have been servers themselves. Absolutely. You've you can tell that. when people have worked in restaurants just by the way they ask for things, mm-hmm. by if they're, you know, take your time, you know, on your next trip. Yeah. You don't have to get it immediately because there's other people that when they ask for something, Expected immediately brought to the table. I'm so sorry. That's me. I'm like, now. I want it now. No, I'm so, I'm so self-involved in that way. I need to be better. Yeah. No, I mean, it's, and it's normal. You know, and obviously it should still be quick. There's, 
you know, doesn't need to be, yeah. yeah, no, there doesn't need to be a long delay. It's just the people that expect you to walk away, have it in your hand and come back. Yeah. You're like, it's like, cause I absolutely want to bring it to them, especially if it's for something they're enjoying right now, yeah. then they do need it to enjoy whatever meal they're having. You know, mm-hmm. if it's Parmesan cheese or red pepper flakes, yeah. there's no point bringing it halfway into the meal. You no, know, it's, right. yeah. So you do need to be timely. That's part of being a server is you have to be quick. Yeah. You have to be moving around quickly and multitasking, but for the most part, it's especially Giuseppe's. 95% of the people are wonderful. And yes. Yeah. No, it's, it's great. Yeah, it's hard to be unhappy in there. Right? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and if, if somebody's never dined there, I mean, Giuseppe's in Pismo is the original, and mm-hmm. it, um, it's an institution. I mean, mm-hmm. that place, um, you know, I've talked to Joe, the owner, for mm-hmm. other things in the past, and he's really open about the fact that when he – opened Giuseppe's in the 90s, I believe it was. Um, Italian food was not necessarily the big, you know, you can find a lot of Italian food now, but at the Mm -hmm. time there wasn't a lot like what Giuseppe's was doing. Mm -hmm. And so it introduced a lot of people to the concept of like, uh, you know, dipping bread in olive oil, <laughs> honestly, or rustic bread. Mm-hmm. Um, it was the kind of thing that people just weren't super familiar with. I mean, even the concept of like garlic, a lot of garlic <laughs> was not right. something people were into. Now you think about it and it's like, how could that possibly be? Mm-hmm. But it's true as recently as the nineties. So, uh, that was the original and, uh, and the focus is, I guess more Northern Italian style food, not necessarily like Sicilian. No, not quite Sicilian. Yeah. I think, I want to say Joe might be from Southern Italy. He may be. I, at Puglia or something like yes. that. Yes. Yeah. Puglia, yeah. I think is. Okay. Yeah, so, um, so I scratched that, but, um, <laughs> and then San Luis Obispo opened, uh, for a time in the Court Street Project. Did you ever go in there when it was there? Yes. Okay. And more modern, more contemporary, but then it moved over to the Since I'm Rebuilding, and now it's just got this lovely, like, Federico Fellini, um, Rome in the 60s kind of vibe to it that's mm-hmm. just so wonderful. Yes. <laughs> Love that bar. Long, long, long bar. Mm-hmm. And we were talking um, before we started rolling about the deli section, mm-hmm. Um at Giuseppe's, which is the best inexpensive lunch going around. Mm -hmm. So it's like, can you tell me what the special, like what the breakdown is on those? Right. You know, it's, I know it's, they have the sandwiches, like, yes, flatbreads that we have. Sometimes they'll feature other ones too. Usually that with a scoop of the salads that we have available. Those salads are gorgeous. Right. Oh, especially those are one of the things that's on our employee menu. So we get to (laughs) eat those as we want. That's awesome. So you're very familiar with those. Oh, yeah. (laughs) They're great little snacks. (laughs) But um, yeah, then we have pizza slices. So we have deals where it's the pizza slice scoop. Mm-hmm. Or there's soups, there's mac and cheese that I also eat a lot of. Yeah. Um, that's really good. Love it. Yeah. And it's yeah, just great little combos for yeah. lunch. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and in a beautiful setting, I mean, you have to take it elsewhere, but it's right across from the mission, so you can go into the plaza, mm-hmm. eat it, whatever. Um, and I love the dough on the pizza. It's a... Mm-hmm. I mean, I love so many different kinds of pizza, but I think that the flavor on the dough at Giuseppe's is just beautiful. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, so um, can you tell me about a time, this wasn't on the list of questions I was going to ask you, and you can totally say no, thank you, but can you tell me about a time when you dropped something? I, there's something I love about like <laughs> horrible, it's like theater stories, right? you know, like tell me about a time everything went wrong, can you tell right. me? I've gotten really fortunate. I feel like I should knock on something. I haven't broken anything at Giuseppe's yet. <gasps> Yay! It's good been for amazing. You, Chloe. Right? Oh my gosh! It's going to be today, tomorrow. Right. I'm so sorry. <laughs> right, I'm so sorry about that. But <laughs> I did have on oh, on Saturday night for the first time. I broke a cork in a bottle of wine. Oh, it I was all, It does happen. But I was just thought that's my first time. I was like, I thought it was going to be a while, but luckily they were very understanding, and yeah. you know, my manager helped me, and we got it out, and Yay. it was fine. But <laughs> that moment. <laughs> I was like, especially at my first table. I was like, no, this can't be the shift tonight. Oh, right. <laughs> but even, I think the, the husband at the table was like, oh, I make mistakes too sometimes. Yay, <laughs> like, husband. Right, That's I was awesome. like, thank you. Totally. Yeah, you were, they were sweating great. though, I'm sure. Right, and then I got him dessert, of course. And I'm like, thank you so much oh, for your patience and understanding. so good. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. 
I can't tell you how many quirks, half quirks we've had in this house. I mean, <laughs> it's just so frustrating too. Right. Oh gosh. But in front of people, it's kind of like theater actually. It's not totally unlike it. Right. No, you're, it is kind of a, a performing. I mean, it's yeah. a role that you're filling for them. And I mean, I've even heard of, there's restaurants uh, in New York. My uncle lives in New York, and he mm-hmm. said that there's one restaurant he goes to where their servers are trained by the opera house, that they're yes. trained. So luckily, it's not quite that extreme at <laughs> Giuseppe's, oh but, you know, in wine presentation and even mm-hmm. the way you serve the food, and there's definitely an, an art to it. <laughs> there's totally yeah. an art to it. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so maybe if you, um, maybe you could tell me a little bit about where so you grew up? I'm assuming in Guadalupe as well. Arroyo Grande. So did you yes. go to AG for high school? I did. Same. Yes. Um, yeah. Go Eagles. Go Eagles. <laughs> <Yeah>. I, <guess. laughs> I feel like that's one of the signals of being from AG. Is you're like go Eagles. I guess. I mean, <laughs> not a huge, <laughs> a huge right. sports fan or anything. Um, but uh, did you know then that you were into food? Did you ever do anything with food in school? You know, nothing in school in particular. I did. I know I like working in restaurants. Mm-hmm. I think I'm more interested in eating food than preparing it yep. myself. Same. <laughs> yes, it's true. Right. But no, you know, I started working in restaurants in high school and just kind of, I liked it. You yeah. Know, I think it's nice and being able to be part of that kind of nice experience for people mm-hmm. and be part of what makes it better. Um, but I just, I, and then love eating food. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Same. What did right. you grow up eating? Are either of your parents good cooks? My dad is a good cook. We eat a lot out from restaurants. We See, do, and we know that. we're not supposed to, <laughs> and that we could save and everything, you know, by eating at home. But we love restaurants. I yeah. eat a lot of Giuseppe's as a child, so yep. it's, which is fun. Makes it easy to explain to people and you know that menu. Right? <laughs> yes, totally. very familiar. Um, but yeah, no, a lot of lot of restaurant eating out. Yeah. Where there's a lot of good places around here. I like. I like sushi. I like Thai food. Mm-hmm. I like Mexican food, of course. It's, okay, tell yeah. me your favorites then. Tell me your favorite Thai place. Favorite Thai place is going to be Bun Thai in Grover. Bun Thai? Bun Thai. It's no, the family I don't that know. owns it. I've been going there since since high school because there was a time I was briefly vegan. Yes. And they were always very accommodating. That, P.S. That's the name of your, your rock band when you started briefly oh, right. vegan. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. I like that. <laughs> Or it's your new Netflix show or right. something. It just, you got to be brief to remember vegan. that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> new handle on Instagram. So, so where are they in Grover Beach? They're on at the end of Grand, towards not quite the very end at the beach, but yeah. right in those little businesses there near uh, Spoon Trade. Yes, yeah, okay. near Spoon Trade. Okay, yeah. Bun Thai. Bun Thai. Yeah. And why do you like them so much? Honestly, it's just. It's amazing. I have yet to try anything from them that I couldn't eat like three more of. Oh, and, I'm so gonna try it. Right, and the family—it's a family-owned business. They—they yeah. had a son that went to high school. I think was a couple grades older than me, and mm-hmm. they're just always so nice. And yeah, I just love, I just love it. Okay. Take out or eating in. Taking note. Yeah, because good tie. I mean, everybody has their place that right. they love. Yes. Um, but yes, I will totally check that out. <laughs> and what about for Mexican food? For Mexican, do you go to Fruity Land? You know, I haven't been there in a while. I went there when I was younger, when we yeah. lived closer to it. Um, I like, I liked it. Yeah, I had it. I it's love been a while. Them. I feel like they've expanded even more since yeah. I've really been there. It's kind of a little cult place. I mean, mm-hmm. people will travel down from slow just for their right. their food. I love it. Yeah, and I love tacos de acapulco, the veggie burrito. Oh gosh, I <laughs> love a good veggie burrito. I was also briefly vegetarian for okay. a time, and. You get into the ins and outs of veggie burritos. You really do. <laughs> yes, it's true. Right, and theirs is, it's pretty simple. It's just rice, beans, yeah, some type of salsa, hot sauce, guacamole, and then lots of onion and cilantro. Yes. For me, it's the onion and cilantro. Totally. Give really. me the veggies. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah. And just always hits the spot. Yeah. Tacos de Acapulco, where is that? So there's, the one in Slow is near Boba Stop, oh, Pokey yes. Chef over yes. there. Yes, and then there's one in Grover, too. Mm-hmm. But in there, both excellent. Okay. Yeah. All right. And then for um, sushi. Sushi. Is it goshi? I do really like goshi. Oh, yes. sorry. I'm thinking of, I'm, I actually meant umi. Is it umi? No, I was going to say that. Was, I was going to say, yes, I love goshi. Because I was thinking Umi's of my Grover. favorite. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> really? Yes. You were going to say that? I was. I actually absolutely <laughs> was. <laughs> that's awesome. Yes. That's, that's usually my like birthday place I like to go yes. to or get from. Yeah. And the I chef. I love it. Young, my dad. I mean, 
yes, my dad's been in restaurants, so he knows a lot of people. We yeah. love her. She's fantastic. Yes. And yeah, that's, that's usually my go-to. I love it. And I love their combos. I mean, you get so many beautiful little things right. in the plate because we do, that's, we tend to do those big combos and mm. oh my gosh, the food, the tempura is so light. It's like pastry almost. Right? It's so good. No, I'm going to have to get sushi tonight. No, I'm going to be thinking about See, it. I'm so sorry. <laughs> now I made you have to do that. Okay, well, as far as Giuseppe goes, what are some favorite things? Well, and also tell me mm. about the employee menu. So is it basically yeah. like the lunch stuff you can get? So pretty much anything from the deli mm-hmm. we're welcome to. Um, and then we do have certain pastas we can order, carbonara, you know, oh pomodoro. I would weigh 9,000 pounds if carbonara was free for me. People always say that. They're like, make those comments. And I'm like, yeah, I'm lucky. I have to walk around a lot. I have to walk it all out. Oh, thank goodness. Oh <laughs> right. my gosh. Uh, but yeah. And then anything that's not in the employee menu, we get half off. Okay. So it works out. And what's the well. favorite thing? Like if you were going to treat yourself. Oh, yeah. My favorite is the Capasante Gamberry. It's the prawns and it's scallops. Prawns, yeah. And vodka cream with pancetta, linguine. Oh, my gosh. That's mine and my mom's favorite. And yeah. It's so good. If that's, people like seafood, that's always what I, <laughs> always like what I recommend. sort of, too. Yes. Yeah. Oh. No, it's so, so rich, so good. And then you bread to dip up the extra, extra sauce left over. I love it. (laughs) Yeah. What's one of the hardest parts of your job? Hardest parts? Because you seem like a people person. So that I can imagine if you were a total introvert, it would be like torture, (laughs) um, you know, interacting with people. And it's not just people front, you know, that are diners. It's Mm. dealing with the people behind the curtain too. Right. You know, I think that people are the can be the best and the worst parts, I think. It's true. Yeah, because, I mean, I love all of my coworkers. Mm-hmm. Everyone's very helpful. So it has to be kind of a team to make it work, you know. And mm-hmm. and then as far as guests, it's so nice when they're happy, when they, when they let you make them happy. I think yeah. the flip side of that is when there's people that come in unhappy, there's, you know, if there's a mistake, because mistakes happen in yes. restaurants, that they won't let you fix it. That's mm-hmm. my, my biggest thing is when people are unhappy and won't let me take care of them and make them happy and fix it when they just want to kind of sit there and pout almost. Yeah. And I'm like, well, there's nothing I can really do for you now. It would be a waste of my energy to, because yeah. again, I want to fix any problems. I want What an to interesting thing. I, I didn't expect you to say that. <laughs> when people won't allow you to make it better. Yes. To make it right. Yeah. Or it's... I want these stories, <laughs> Chloe. Tell me an example of a time. I'm trying to think. They all they all blur together over the years. Over the years. You're so I'm diplomatic. 22. You also don't want to <laughs> tell me. But I, I just love hearing about... I don't know why. I, it's sick. I love hearing about when people are upset. I can't right. help it. Or when people... When there's something that wasn't the way they wanted and yeah. they wait till the very end of the meal when they've eaten the dish <laughs> to say something. Yeah, that's not cool. And I'm like, oh, see, I, I could, totally could have had that remade for you. I would have been mm. no problem. Now it's kind of late. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then... And you're full. Right. Like you're you're a full. full. I'm like, you now. ate it. So yeah. situations like that where it's... There's no way to win, kind of, or you kind of just have to be like, well, so then thank in you, a way, for next time. When you're saying okay. that, in a way, what you're telling people to do is speak up. Exactly. Yes. Okay. Yeah, because especially places like Giuseppe's, we, the experience should be great. You're coming yes. in, it's beautiful, the food is amazing, and if there's a mistake that happens, then yeah, no, just let us, let us fix it. Right. There's no server that doesn't want you to be happy. Totally. Especially by the time the check comes. We want everything to be perfect. Yes, Yes, because it is a business and it's your livelihood. Yeah. Exactly. You're reminding me recently, I get a little bit nervous because um, I am not a food critic at Mm. all. I just told somebody (laughs) yesterday, I'm I'm a happy eater. I really love to eat. I'm not a critic at all. Mm. And I'm very easily happy. Mm -hmm. I like to see businesses thrive. I like to Mm. see people doing very well. Um, but I think people do think that I'm a critic sometimes. <laughs> and, um, I went, my husband and I went to dinner not too long ago mm. and all of the food, all of it mm. was outrageously salty. Oh, like to the point where it was almost inedible. Right. No, when things are over salted, it's, it's a no go. Like no, it's, it's over. It's, I can't, I'm not going to, no, you risk can't push through health. that. You, <laughs> no, no. Um, and so that obviously wasn't a server's, uh, problem, mm. but a uh, kitchen problem, but mm. we just didn't say anything. And I think I was afraid to say something because 
I didn't want them to think that I was going to tell everybody in the world, right. like, don't eat here. The food is overly salty. Right. I got the impression it was just really early in, in their business and mm. that they were figuring things out. Okay. Mm-hmm. But, um, but yeah, I didn't want to say anything. And I mm. kind of wish that I had, because I'm mm. in this unique position to be like, listen, I like this so much and I like you and I want you to do well. And so let me just tell you server, Mm. Could you please convey to the kitchen that like, oh, yeah. this is too much. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, I love getting feedback from yeah. people when there's things like that. None. I can't think of what, I feel like there was something the other night that someone said, oh, I had someone I think, order the short ribs or we had some God, special that was ribs. a very, oh. and she was super nice about it. And she was like, I'm so sorry. I love short ribs. This dish was just, it was too salty for me. Oh, really? Yeah. I was like, no, that, and that happens in restaurants. Sometimes yeah. there's. Just because all it takes is a little bit too much salt, and then it's just even a tiny bit dish. all the way over. Exactly, yeah. and but she was super nice about it. You know, I got her; she wanted a salad instead, and hmm. and again, just was all. I'm so sorry. I'm like, no, that's fine. I I like getting feedback, and it's yes. important for our chefs. And then if there is an issue, then we can fix it, and then we can yeah. prepare for next time. If no one says anything, then we don't know there's an issue. Yep. Um and. Yeah, no, and then I brought, got her dessert, too. And she said, thank you so much. Well, it sounds like you're thinking the right way, though, too. I mean, it sounds right. like you... I don't know if that comes from within <laughs> you or from your training, but um, it sounds like you are sensitive to that and very willing to get somebody something else or... Yeah. To, yeah. No, I mean, that's... Depending on where you work, that's usually how it how it works in restaurants. You know, if yeah. there's something wrong with it, if... Let us know, and that's why you check in and ask them how everything's going yes. after a few bites, and totally. then you can take it back and make something else. Right. Um, the only exception to that, I would say, is when the meal is made correctly. It's just they didn't care for it. Or, yes, <laughs> yes. And then, even then, I'll, we'll still, if there's a take a few bites, we'll take it back and re- remake mm-hmm. it or make something else. But occasionally, I'm like, well, it's, that is what you ordered. Yes. So and, there has to be a line there. Right. There, and a lot of it's even just, I think, how the person approaches it. Yes. And um, <laughs> this doesn't necessarily make me sound amazing, but, you know, when someone wants to be all irritated and kind of almost aggressive about it, yeah. it doesn't make you want to help them as much. You're like, just no. let, let's just make this a nice experience. We don't need to get anyone riled up. It's, That's sort of a lesson for life, though, too, exactly. right? Yeah. No, absolutely. It's, if somebody... I mean, I want to tell my kids that. Like, listen, if you approach me whining, <laughs> cranky, aggressive, like, what do you expect? Right. I'm not I'm not this limitless, like, mythical being that right. can take, absorb everything <laughs> for you. We're all, we're all humans. We're still all working humans. in the restaurant. It's... Yeah. No, but... Yep. Um, <laughs> so I'm going, I'm going to give you... A little challenge. Mm-hmm. Okay. I hadn't planned on doing this, but I'm thinking of two. So like I said, I'm actually incredibly easy to please. Mm-hmm. Um, I just love food. Mm-hmm. And I love hearing about how it's made. I love l- tasting new ingredients. Like, you know, going to a Peruvian restaurant and they're serving mm-hmm. this beautiful soup I've never had before that's based on a, a specific sweet pepper from Peru. And it's just like, that gets me very excited. Mm-hmm. I am not interested in comparing your, let's say, taco mm-hmm. to other tacos and tearing it apart based on, you know, I'm just, that is so not something I'm interested in. Mm-hmm. Um, so let me give you a little exam here. So mm-hmm. I've had two experiences in my life, mm-hmm. dining out, that I can think of right off the top of my head that were, I had to say something. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the first one is, I get served this pizza my friend and I are eating lunch. Mm-hmm. I get served this pizza, and as she goes in for a slice to put it on my plate, mm-hmm. this massive, massive, like, horse hair. Oh, no. <laughs> okay. So huge hair comes uh-huh. out, and it happens. Like, I've served people food in my home where there's one of my head hairs is right. in there. It's gross. <laughs> but it does happen. Okay. So we were... So understanding, both of us worked in restaurants and we called the server over and we were really quiet. Mm -hmm. We just said, look, it appears that there's a hair in this pizza. Mm -hmm. And we didn't say anything about what we would like done with it. Mm -hmm. But the server said, of course, I'm so sorry. Let me doctor that up for you. That's what he said. Let me doctor that Uh. up for you. He took the pizza into the back (laughs) and within, I'd say 20 seconds, brought the pizza back. 
and the same the same pizza. I'm assuming he didn't make a new one in 20 seconds. <laughs> I was gonna say, unless there was one already lined up, that that was the same so, one. <laughs> so, how did that gentleman do with his situation? I love asking servers this. I'm gonna say it's a health code violation. Yeah, I'm really. Gonna, I mean, if there's a visible hair in something, then it needs to be tossed and remade. Whatever it is, if that's what we thought. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, even if there's. Oh my gosh, we've been having that, you know, fly problem in Slow. It's been nice now with all the rain. What's the fly problem? We have a lot of flies in downtown Slow. Because of the rains? Because of the creek, too. Oh, Lord. Just sometimes when it gets... It, I've been hearing about it for a few years now. There's there's a fly problem. It's just the population oh, goes a little crazy. Yeah. Um, outside your control, you know. Outside right. the it's, restaurant's control. Yeah. Totally. But, um, you know, like say if there's a fly in something, you toss the whole thing and you wash the container it's in and you get a new one. That's same with a hair or Thank anything you. else. Yeah, no, absolutely. Because we're no. looking at this pizza like, are you going to eat it? No. Right. Are you going to eat it? No. We ended up like taking it, quote, to go. Right. Chucking it. <laughs> what are those? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay. Right. That was your first test. Yeah. Your second <laughs> test is, so I ordered this dish one time. <laughs> I feel... I, I feel a little bit like prissy even bringing these things up, but I think when you hear it, you'll be like, oh, that's not okay. Okay. So, um, I ordered this thing. It was kind of like a baked, oh, I don't know. It was this baked, it was, it was vegetables and egg, almost like a quiche that's baked into a crust. Okay. Mm. But there was wild boar in it and Mm. I love, I I love wild boar. Mm. So in it, I'm eating and my tooth hits on something extremely hard. Mm-hmm. I almost wondered if it was like another tooth. It was so hard. <laughs> Which <laughs> poor Chloe, she's like, please God, let it not be a real tooth. It wasn't. It wasn't a real tooth. Oh. It was buckshot because mm. the the oh. boar mm-hmm. was killed in the wild. Mm-hmm. So. It's buckshot from that. I mm-hmm. pull it out and I'm like, oh my gosh, I think this is a shell. Mm-hmm. Um, and I asked for a new one mm-hmm. and they didn't give me a new one because it was so expensive. They just said, can you just remove it and eat the whole thing? Mm-hmm. Now, how would you handle that? And I'm not asking you this to mm-hmm. like out you as a horrible server, <laughs> but I want to know your thought process right. on that. Something like that. And it was a special, by the way. It oh, was a okay. special. I would probably, especially if it was in that one, mm. then you know you don't know if it's in other ones too. That's a good So point. I would definitely let the chef know first yep. because that's no, you don't want someone chipping a tooth. That's not I mean, good, I honestly could have. Yeah, but no, yes. something like that. That's, yeah. And then I'd probably suggest something else. I'd be like, you know, I we're going to check the... I don't know, depending on the way the meat's cut, you know, check yes. it. But I would probably say, can I get you something else instead yes. just so we can do a full check of everything? Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's a great answer. I would handle that. Yeah. No, oh, it's- my gosh. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> it was so crazy. And it took right. a second to be like, oh, my God, of course it's the boar. Right. Like, You're why like- are there pieces of a bullet in my <laughs> Right. You're like, let's, yeah, no. So I've even had, I can't remember where. I had somewhere once where I had... Like a little rock in beans that I was eating. Oh my gosh, we had that not too long yeah, ago. No, yeah, no, because that it happens occasionally, depending on where they're getting their beans yes, from. Right. You know, it's it's not something you can super easily see or no. filter out of it. And there's things like that that are more about where you're getting the product from. Yes, that the restaurant needs to know because that's not gonna. It's not no, gonna they work. can't have it happen. No. no, yeah, yeah, things like that. No. We had that's so funny. You bring that up because. My- we went to Austin, Texas, and we were getting barbecue, mm-hmm. and they scooped uh, – my kids are vegetarians, so they love beans. And mm-hmm. so they got these beautiful, almost like sweet kind of baked beans, mm-hmm. and um, there was a rock in my daughter's. Mm-hmm. And my husband was like, why on earth would there be a rock in right. the beans? <laughs> and I said, I don't know. It's this thing. It's like the way that they harvest them or something. Mm-hmm. There are often rocks in it. And when you do dry beans at home and you mm-hmm. soak them, you're mm-hmm. asked to like pick through and make sure there aren't any rocks right. in there. Yeah. Well, he just would not believe it. <laughs> He's like, I don't know what that thing is, but that's not a rock. There would be no reason for a rock to be in it. So we get the server over this wonderful man. We're like, 
I swear there's something in my daughter's beans. And he's like, oh, it's probably a rock. And we're like, boom, yes, a rock in the beans. Why is that? And he's like, I don't know. It has something to do with the way they're harvested. Anyway, the server gave her her meal for free. And she was upset because she's like, that was my dinner, but you got the money back. And we try to explain to her, we're buying your dinner. It was our money to start. (laughs) You don't get your 15 bucks back so you can go to Rocket Fizz and buy a bunch of candy. That's not how it works. Anyway, long story short, watch your beans for rocks. Right. That's the Yeah, no, it happens. It does. It does happen. Oh, my gosh. Okay, Chloe. Well, you have eaten in so many places because you're an eating, you know, you're a dining out kind of family. Yes. Um, what if you, if it was your last day of life and you're like, I've done such a good job with my life. I'm really a happy person. I've done a good job. Mm-hmm. Um, and I wanted to eat, you wanted to eat somewhere. What would you, where would you go? What would you mm-hmm. eat there? Would you drink and who would you have with you? I bet you've tasted a lot of good wines too. You know, I do right the moment I'm not drinking uh, okay. just to take a little break from that. Yes. But good for you. It's- Good for everyone. I could really kind of use that. Yeah. Anyway, (laughs) but um, you know, last I'm probably gonna say sushi if it's if I'm going out for nice. I always good. Umi, nice platter of sashimi. Totally. Yeah. Lots of sashimi. Love sashimi. Yeah. Platter of that. And that chef is so good. She's She's amazing. Good job. Yeah. Yeah. And then I guess I'll bring my boyfriend with me. He'd probably be sad if I didn't bring him. (laughs) (laughs) Is he in hospitality too? So he did work at Mercy's for a little bit. Right now he's taking some time off to look for something else that he might want to do. But yeah, so I'll I'll bring him with me. (laughs) And then I would probably eat my dinner there. I take my desserts very seriously. So as far as what I would want for a dessert, from Giuseppe's, the Milky Way cheesecake is my, oh my all-time gosh. favorite all-time favorite dessert. What, what I'm trying to remember what's in a Milky Way. So, the Milky Way cheesecake. Oh, nougat. Right? Oh, yes. So there's it's like two thick layers of like a soft Oreo crust okay. cuz it's not crunchy, it's soft yeah. and then a cream like a cheesecake filling with Milky Ways blended into it. And Oh, so it's actual Milky actual Ways Milky in Ways it. Milky Ways in there. Yeah. Oh Which I gosh. didn't even know until I started actually working there myself. My dad was like, yeah, no, I see them get the Milky Ways delivered because they oh. blend up into the cheesecake. <laughs> and I was like, oh my gosh. It's, oh my yeah, word. the Milky Way, there's Tawaka in it too that they use to bake it, I know. What's in it? Tawaka, it's like a, it's not a liqueur. I don't, it might be like a Oh no, I totally know right. what it is. Yes. yes. Yeah. Um, and that cheesecake is just. Oh. It's amazing. I especially with I mean the whipped cream is made in house too, so it's oh, so good. Lord. That and I'd probably just go for a second dessert too, just to be safe. Please, you know? yes, yes. Um, Taco Temple, their <gasps> carrot cake. Yes. Okay. <laughs> so that's the original recipe from before it was sold. Mm-hmm. I am dying to have her on here, Donnell. Donnell. Donnell mm-hmm. created that coffee, uh, carrot cake. Mm-hmm. She does a tres leches cake as well, mm-hmm. but. That carrot cake is out of this world. It is. It's, and it makes no sense that it's at Taco Temple. Right? No, no one expects that. Nobody Everyone, expects it. And it's funny. I have people occasionally, they're like, oh, I used to work at Taco Temple. Is the, is the carrot cake as good as oh. they say? And I'm like, it absolutely is. It absolutely is. Right? And because it sounds strange, but I'm not always a big fan of frosting with mm. cake. I like more of the, just the cake itself. Yes. And it's such a giant slice of carrot cake. Yeah. There's so much cake in there and there's walnuts yes because i love walnuts i don't like raisins in my carrot cake so it, it, does it, it not have raisins doesn't have raisins i'm a ra- i'm a raisin oh, and okay. carrot cake person but i'm sure i could get over right that. <laughs> make it work for a few months yeah but probably those two desserts yeah i finish the day when you say that's a great <laughs> i almost feel like you don't even want real food you just pretty much want the dessert <laughs> that's just so i can like feel better but also i'll enjoy that too but i'll be thinking oh you're about consoling the yourself because you're about to die <laughs> yes yeah <laughs> i love it when you say you take desserts really seriously it's funny because i've actually read i've read that something like five percent of servers checks mm-hmm. are dessert mm-hmm. because it's hardly anybody ever wants to get dessert right um, do you think that's why you take it so seriously? Cause you're like, dang it, people, you need to be buying more dessert. <laughs> you know, honestly, I think I just have a sweet tooth and I get it from my mom too. She also has a yes. sweet tooth. And one of the things she taught me of her, her pet peeves with servers mm. is when they don't offer dessert. 
is when they bring the check over and she's like, no, I wanted to do dessert still. You oh, just, just hold on a minute there. Because a lot of people are like, why do they have to ask? But your mom's like, no, 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 bring that over. Yes. Yeah. And, I love it. and I love, it's kind of fun when you can tell they're like on the fence about dessert and yeah. you can push them to get dessert. Yes. yes. <laughs> or when they're like, well, I don't know. And I'm like, well, just look at the menu. It doesn't yeah. hurt. You know, just yeah. take a glance over it. Usually by the time they're reading that, there's going to be at least one that they're all, well, we have to try that yes. while we're here. You know, I feel like if you want to support a server and enjoy your life just even a little mm-hmm. bit more, order the dessert. Right. Just yeah. do it. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. It's one way to support a restaurant where you're like, okay, maybe we have like 19 spoons and we all share it, mm-hmm. but it's still it's just one more thing on that check that you can support right. and, and make your belly happy. I was going to say, I just feel like it's... Or even get an espresso, even just something like yeah. to kind of end the meal with. But yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> I love it. Right. Thank you for sharing all. I mean, I, I it's been so long since I was in an apron and sensible <laughs> shoes and walking around. Oh my gosh, I I and having like night terrors about bad moves that I've made when. <laughs> When I was asking you if you dropped anything, I dropped an entire Klondike's pizza one time into the sawdust, mm-hmm. uh, and that <laughs> oh, this, into the peanut shells, yeah. and that was a rough. That was a rough night. Um, but I had dreams. I had nightmares about it for like days. Right now that I think about it, I haven't spilled anything big at Giuseppe's yet. At Taco Temple, once I did have a nice full tray of horchatas. And they all went just down. Just all, just just toppled onto me. At least it was onto you. Right. No, that's. I would always rather I spill on me than yes. on a person. That's just so not fun I, like for horrifying. <laughs> right. Yeah. Exactly. But I, you know, had to go in the moment, collect myself for a minute, get a new shirt. Yeah. I went back to work. You know. Yeah. Was, yeah. <laughs> the, the show must go on. Right. Oh exactly. But, but yes, it's been such a long time. Um, it's good to be reminded. I mean, it sounds horrible, but. It's good to be reminded that these are real people who, you know, we all are on good days, bad days, whatever. Mm -hmm. They want to celebrate with you. They want to make it right. Mm -hmm. They want you to allow yourself to be helped. Mm -hmm. Um, It's such a good reminder. I'm glad. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I wish you the absolute best at Giuseppe's and wherever you land. And um, yeah, we just appreciate you. Thank you. And thank you for having me. Of course. It's fun to get to talk about. Yeah, it is. Thank you. (laughs) Of course. That's a wrap for this episode of Consumed. Thanks so much to Chris Lambert, who edits the podcast, and to you for listening. If you want more info about Consumed or any of my guests, visit letsgetconsumed.com. Until next time, I'm Jamie Lewis.